Hello, I'm your host, Zachary Landalt, and welcome to the In Another World bonus series for the month of October, A Trip to Haddonfield, where I'll go on a retrospective journey through the Halloween film franchise with the help of lovely guest co-host Devin Ray, who is one of the co-hosts of the YouTube show Good Luck with Sam and Dev. Every episode, we'll talk about a different film in the franchise, and we will talk about all the details, including our favorite scenes, favorite scares, favorite versions of the Michael Myers mask, and which films in the franchise we believe are the scariest and the goriest. So without wasting any more time, let's stop the chitter-chatter and get to the bloody fun. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of A Trip to Haddonfield. Today we'll be be recovering. We'll be covering (laughs) whatever. You know what? We We watched Halloween too, directed by Rob Zombie. I'm confused. My brain's all over the place. And I'm joined again by Devin Ray. Hello. Also confused. So confused. It's my rambling intro. I'm going to leave it. You know what? I keep it real. (laughs) Um, How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. This movie is, is, uh, it mess you up. It mess you up. It make you wonder why though. Why though? Why this happened? This picks up right where the 2007 film ended, but then jumping ahead, then with Halloween 2, Laurie Strode deals with the aftermath of the previous film's events. Dr. Loomis, who was trying to capitalize on those events by publishing a new book that chronicles everything that happened, and Michael Myers as he continues his search for Laurie so he can reunite with his sister. So, you know, he just wants a relationship. He just wants to hang out with her. For Halloween 2, Zombie decided to focus more on the connection between Laurie and Michael and the idea that they have similar psychological problems. Zombie wanted the sequel to be more realistic and violent than the 2007 predecessor. Sweet Jesus, though. Ooh. Ooh. It doesn't take long. Like, the first minute, like, you have your little thing... But, like, she has this nightmare that lasts 15 minutes or whatever. It's that long. I don't... It's long. And they're sewing people up. It's like a, a smorgasbord of things that make you go... <laughs> things that make um, you go... <laughs> pulling fingernails, sewing skin back together. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. Here, here we go. we go. Uh, Octavia Spencer... <laughs> In this little little fantasy sequence, and they did her dirty. Oh they did her dirty. It upset me. I was like, okay, so you have Octavia Spencer, and this is what you do with this woman? Hateful. So this is what they were doing with her before, like the help. Like she was always like that lady. It just shows like how stupid Hollywood is. Hollywood is like stupid. they slept on Viola Davis forever. Like she plays a. A, a traffic cop in Kate and Leopold, and I'm like, that's Viola Davis right. playing a fucking traffic cop. Um, yeah, Racism. yeah, we just c- come on. Um, <laughs> but we have Anne Hache. Come on, give me a break. Um, <laughs> come on, <laughs> that's why I dig it, Anne Hache. Um, no, this was just like I, I read that John uh, Rob Zombie originally stated he would never do a sequel to Halloween until the studio decided to make it. He then signed on to write and direct because he didn't want someone else to ruin his vision. So I guess this is his vision. This is his vision. Oh boy. What a vision. What a vision. 
Because I felt like I, the, the end of the second or the first one definitely implied like, oh, maybe she has some of his madness in him too. Oh, maybe like it, it lets you think about it. You know, mm-hmm. let's think about it. this. Just makes you go, but what if? And we're gonna show it to you. <laughs> but they do the whole movie, um, right? I did not like Lori in this one. <laughs> say. No, I did not like Lori in this one either. Yeah. Um. I little little grunge girl being awful. I was like, I understand that you've gone through something, but like, you're being an awful. Just Daniel Harris. Like, I wanted to just give her a hug the whole movie. Like, she's being a bad friend to you. I want you to know that. Yeah, Daniel Harris, you deserve better. Brad Dorif, you deserve better. Oh, oh, I forgot he was. (laughs) I forgot about him. Um, Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk it talk about it in the last episode, but like. It's it's I mean I like him. It's forgivable. It's, it's, he had more he had more to do in this one. He got to Brad Dorif. He's acting his fucking face off. This is it's like funny. one flew over the cuckoo's nest, Brad Dorif. This isn't uh child's play, Brad <laughs> Dorif. This ain't no child's no, play. I, yeah, like that scene, I thought that was really good. And I kept seeing all these dudes online writing about the movie, like, oh, but wait until you get to Brad Dorf scene. It's the worst acting ever. And I'm like, you think you're just fucking film bros. Like, shut, shut your damn mouth. Um, it's hard to say how you would react in this situation right. when you have found your daughter naked, uh, covered in blood, and cut up, not once. But twice. And knowing she's like, suffered a very painful, awful death than she is your daughter. Like, yes. Like, like, I think that's about right, you know? I feel like it would probably go into more, like, animalistic guttural sounds like that. And probably you would look crazy to look at if someone just, like, stared at you in that moment. Because you're, yeah. Ugh, poor Jenny Harris. Um, but yeah, so Lori, um, her journey in this movie for her character... I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, I kind of get it. Like she's, you know, traumatized or oh, whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And she, and she has her like her brother's madness or whatever. Or, and or she, whatever. Or whatever. I mean, That's but not different. really. <laughs> or whatever. It's not like she starts hurting people. Mm. She just takes medication and thank God goes to therapy. And at first I was ready and primed to dislike this uh, therapist that she goes to. But I was like, no, no, I think I think that's a pretty solid therapist there. That's like you you need to you need to chill out like you we need to. I don't want to send you to a hospital. I would like to work through this with you. Um. And she's just like, fuck you. You don't know. <laughs> she's like, you don't mm, care about me. I thought you'd say, because this is my job. Uh, you know, like, like yes, I work like I, I, I this is my job and I get paid to do it. But like, <laughs> it's just like when it's really like, it's like in real life, I feel like girl. So. All right. So from events that have occurred, we have learned a lot about your backstory. Seems you have a lot we need to work through because you experienced a ton of trauma, um, both as a child and as yourself now. So, but I don't think it's like, but will she become a serial killer? Like she's a going to turn into a werewolf? Like the movie just <laughs> so like, will she kill? <laughs> like I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't think she would. Um, like it's so confusing. I'm like, I, sh- I think she's supposed to be like the moral flip side of Michael, where it's like what Michael could have been if he had not, you know, been so fucked up. Like, you know, the good part of right. their bloodline is actually in her. So it's. Just... <laughs> Well, when you look at what actually happens with like severe trauma of that kind of nature, like if you watch the um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark documentary about the Golden State Mm -hmm. Killer and all of these victims that they're interviewing, it's all just like we just tried to keep going. And yeah, we have bad days. And it's like, okay, that was that's real people that are like, yeah, we have bad days, but you go into the Halloween universe and uh, it's like, well, I got two options. I can either kill myself or kill other people. That is it. In the world of Halloween, God forbid you're dealing with some stress because you will be killed or you will kill yourself. Um, There's no no option, no in-between. Oh, you had trauma? Fuck, you're probably going to be a serial killer. Um. Oh, you're not dead yet? Well, you're oh, going to kill me you're now. You're going to kill your friend. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> um, this movie was not as successful as the previous one. It earned $33.4 million in the United States with $6 million overseas, coming to about $39.4 million, But it had a budget of like $15 million. So it it basically like, thanks, you paid for it. And like, you paid for we'll it. the rest of into but, the, you know, savings account. But like, that's all we got. I didn't even... I didn't even know it it happened. I don't I think. I definitely was not on its this was not on my radar at the time. Um I remember like hearing it happened, but I never watched it. Uh and it just I, I don't know. I don't I I I, I thought it was like much later too. I thought it had come out like 4 or 5 years after the first one. I was I was very wrong. Um but I I guess like a Rob Zombie I like I said I like House of a Thousand Corpses for some reason that's the one I'm like okay I can get down with this but I'm not like ever pumped for his movies when he if he directs a new movie I'm not like ooh I can't wait to watch that so I it does not surprise me that I did not really keep up with these ones as much I think uh, my excitement for Rob Zombie movies um, up until now was really uh, connected to the percentage of how much Sherry Moon Zombie was in the movie. <laughs> now you would think that would be I'll go see it if she's barely in it. That's wrong. I love movies starring Sherry Moon Zombie. I think she's a lot better than people give right. her credit for. Um, and granted, I will never love Sherry Moon Zombie the way that Rob Zombie <laughs> loves Sherry Moon Zombie. Uh, he loves his wife. Oh, no. More than I think anybody else loves their it's wife. Very, it's very <laughs> sweet. I was watching, there's a really long uh, behind the scenes documentary on like this and the previous one on YouTube. And I didn't realize how much of like a family affair his movies are. It actually made me see him in a very mm-hmm. different light. I went, oh, that's, that's kind of sweet. <laughs> he loves his yeah. wife, man. He is like, I will create things for you to do what you want to do, baby. You are beautiful. Like, is you that are why a goddess. So much of Michael's mom, because he's like, well, she's gonna play my ghost mom, mom man. <laughs> ghost mom. This movie, ghost so mom. just so you know, uh, trusty listeners, is half Evanescence <laughs> music video <laughs> and half torture porn. <laughs> so if you just like skip forward every ten minutes. You can watch a full hour of just Sherry Moon Zombie in a beautiful white dress walking around, um, living her best Amy Lee life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. She's like, hi, I'm the ghost mom. 
we have to go, Michael. Am I scary? Not really. Was my purpose made clear? Also, no. Um, Also, no. It's just like, every time she shows up, I'm like, oh, right, the thing. Uh, I wish this had been called like Halloween Ghost Mom. Ghost Mom. (laughs) I would have just lean into it lean into it uh yeah it's just uh, the tone of that mixed with how the first one was it was very confusing because it, it, it you know it went into the ooky spooky uh supernatural <laughs> which the original was like we're real this is a real movie this is real yeah. it's funny to me that uh rob zombie said he wanted this to be more realistic right. <laughs> and then spent half an hour on long wide shots of his wife walking around with a with a beautiful white horse. white dress, yeah. It's like he knew he messed up. He's like, I didn't want to make a sequel. That's why I killed you, baby. But I guess I got to bring you back. <laughs> no um, worries. I'll give you a part. You well, can walk I around died. with a horse, right? Figure it out. Your ghost mom. Ghost mom. Um, <laughs> ghost mom. Oh man, uh, Rob Zombie declined to return to film another sequel. A sequel called halloween 3d was canceled in 2012 thank uh, god yeah, i think that's probably the best uh oh how about loomis in this movie <laughs> he's wild he's off he's the rails wild. he's he is invincible he's, he's just as invincible as as michael myers he's diva a diva he's always like get me some number one coffee. <laughs> like, like, what? i want my pg tips yeah, like <laughs> Like, what's your deal, man? Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> He's mad he had to be in the movie, like, period. I never wanted to do this. <laughs> I had such an out-of-body experience um, watching this movie and, like, looking up, because uh, I was also crocheting at the time to keep my brain <laughs> occupied and keep myself yeah. watching it. Uh, I look up, and I'm looking at Chris Hardwick and Weird Al Yankovic and Malcolm McDowell on a fake talk show. And I was like, what? What, what movie am I watching? Where did we go? Where did we go? Where did he take us? <laughs> where, where did you... Where... I have questions. Whose show is this? Is this Weird Al's show? Or is this Chris Hardwick's show? Or is it Loomis's show? Everybody is in this movie, man. It makes me think that Rob Zombie is just the coolest dude ever. Because there's so many people in this movie i feel like it's probably a lot I'm of like, fun on a set of a rob zombie movie like, right I feel like it's probably not very like i mean all film shoots are stressful but it seems like it's like you know fun time you know drop by film your little thing whatever yeah i don't know just come hang Based, out you want to be in halloween yeah, too all the behind yeah. the scenes footage it just looked like a bunch of people goofing around and just i mean there's some stressful parts too um let's say for this one they seem more stressed uh but it seemed like a like a a, a lovely time like an adam F- sandler films <laughs> like that's how adam sandler gets people to be his movies just like hey you want to come to hawaii and we'll like shoot at the beach for two weeks and they'll give you a million dollars and like yeah okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> hell yeah. yeah bring the kids you know whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how I'm saying I ended up here. Um, yeah. Uh, favorite character in this one? Mine's me. Ghost mom. Uh, Annie. Oh, Annie. Danielle oh, Harris is oh, Annie because she's just a sweet cinnamon roll. She's just trying to take care of this 
awful white girl oh, with dreads her skin red that now? like i don't she man i young <laughs> and she was i think like i think she turned 30 while they were filming this wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> come for me come, um, come for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm so old um yeah i i gotta say I'm so mad at Lori Strode for fucking up that beautiful farmhouse with this. I do not like a punk aesthetic. I don't like, like, scrawlings. I don't mind maximalism, like, posters on every inch of the wall. I don't care about that. But when it's just like, wipe your ass here with, a like, an arrow pointed at the toilet paper, I'm like, why? Why did you do that? In, a, in the sheriff's house, no less. Like... I'm so rebellious, Wait, but I don't really drink here. and I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. <laughs> I don't really do anything. Like wrong, later, I'm a badass. I'm a badass. I work I'm in a record shop. Or not. Cool I don't know. dudes. Stay or tuned. not. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I like Ghost Mom just because she was fun. Ghost Mom is Ghost fun. Uh, is there a, do you have a favorite kill? in this in the movie uh yeah i guess i mean i don't the, i think this one and his first movie make me really hesitant to yeah, like yeah, any yeah. kind of yeah. kill um despite the fact that um there are bad people usually that right. get killed uh but it just feels gross kind of other, to be like i like that for some reason on, so it makes me go, yeah um but I, if I had to pick a favorite kill, it'd be when he pushes that uh, redneck dude on the <gasps> copious amounts of antlers on the front of his truck. I, I, I was like, dude, I, I can understand you being upset that there's somebody in your fields, but it appears to me that you have acres and acres of land and people will walk yeah. through it. Uh, and you've come upon this man, this giant, giant man. man. Make it clear. A giant man. He's a he's a literal six, giant eight. man. Actual giant. Six eight, walking around looking like a damn Viking. Looking like Rob and... Zombie on like roids, <laughs> like just like fuck. the Hulk Zombie. Ugh. Also, yeah, he walks around without his mask on a lot in this. Uh, so like much. It. It's so off putting. And like, why don't you just talk? But also, he makes a lot of noise <laughs> for Michael Myers. So one of my favorite things about Michael Myers is that he's almost supernaturally quiet. Oh, you know what else he um, does? He, he has some pep in his step in these movies. He, <laughs> he does have some pep in his step. He won't just do that slow linger thing. He'll be like, I'm going to run up on you. Yeah, Gary now. Yeah, I'm going to get you. Yeah, he likes to move him. I'm a linebacker. Um, yeah. I. John Carpenter was offered a cameo in this, and he turned it down. Well, good He's for like, him. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done to my franchise. This helped. <laughs> this, this really helped, helped. reset things. What it... Thanks. Oh, oh wait. So how scary compared to the others in the franchise? Uh I mean, it's just about as scary as the last one. It's scary because this man is so, so big. He's scary because he's a mo- fucking giant. He's a yeah. serial killer. Like, and giant. he he's a he's a big old strong boy. Um, 
that it is it might be a little less scary because there is so much ghost There's mom so much ghost mom um which is then later joined by recast little scary ghost baby yeah, michael myers I'm like, I was, that's aggressively not the same child i was like that's right no, that's not the kid um <laughs> Like, that's, like, that's you couldn't even like put him through a hard bleach he, wash like, come like, on, like put some tissue in his cheeks like i don't know like something like that's just not the kid uh and also i'm like god this wasn't that long after he did he really looked that different but then i thought oh wait if he was like 13 he could have looked like a totally different person. yeah um but still cast another i could find a million kids that look like that fucking kid that little that little yeah bleachy puffy yeah Swedish like, fish. Swedish fish. like i mean yeah i can find you a swedish just fish cat like that's not a problem um so come on production <laughs> that's not my fault. that's not him um <laughs> how gory is this compared to the others it's they're both <sighs> this one and the previous one are so like so gory like look it's yeah, it's, yeah. Although I will say that Michael strangles a lot more people in this movie for some reason. It's very confusing. Very handsy. handsy. And like, I know his, one of his go-to moves is the head crush. crush. It's like consistently, but like. That and the pin cushion. That, yeah. The pin pin the body on the wall. Pin to the wall, um, which he doesn't really do. He strangles people in this movie, but. um, Switching it up. It is still pretty, pretty gory. Um, lots of, lots of blood. <laughs> lots of blood. Lots of blood. Uh, I mean, this didn't have a sequel, so I guess. Uh, what, what did we gain from the Rob Zombie experiments? I guess that would be my last question for this one. I think it did an effective number on uh making people stop making Halloween movies. (laughs) I think it really helped with these movies stopping for a longer period of time. Um, People just needed to stop. I think it made people go, okay, let's, let's reel it back in. Let's stop. Let's, let's pit the brakes for a second here. Um, Because I mean, the thing is, uh, I can't, They clearly, after this movie, didn't know what the fuck they were going to do. Because actually, I had a friend that said, you know, I've got some some juicy tea, if you would like to know. I said, oh, yes, yes. Before the eventual 2018 reboot, there was another sequel they were developing. Um, he, like, he may or may not have sent me materials to prove this was true. It was awful. The pages I read, it was like, didn't make sense awful. Like it was bizarre. Wow. I might include an interview with him for the next one, um, just because I was like, okay. "Give me the tea," but it made no sense. It made no sense. It, like, like it didn't, no it didn't have any Laurie Strode. It wasn't. Um, I think it was about Tommy, actually, the character of Tommy of of the original Halloween. It's like no one really cared about Tommy, so it's just like you know. Why do they always go with Tommy? Tommy you know. What about the little girl that I don't even know her uh, name of? The Real Housewife of uh, Beverly well, I got, Hills. I got news on Kyle. that the next one, so stay tuned. Okay. Um, any last thoughts, though, before we uh, sign off? Um, if if you are interested in watching this movie, I'm going to say watching it feels like going to attend that alcoholic guy in the theater community's post-apocalyptic Shakespeare mm-hmm. play 
that he feels is just so edgy and says what needs to be said about the play, but it makes you feel bad. And it's somehow boring, oh, boring. despite all of the titties, all of the blood, all, the all of the, the music, all the ghost moms and the all horses the and the talk shows. It's somehow boring and really difficult to watch. So, so would you give it a thumbs up? Go, or go a thumbs into it that down. way. <laughs> that's a that's a big. I gotta be honest. There, when when we started this project, these were the two movies I went. Oh, and eventually I have to watch those. Like, so I'm glad we're finished. <laughs> yeah, they're done. <sighs> we don't have to watch that ever again. Well, Devin, thank you so much for <laughs> surviving this with me. Thank you oh, for having me. We did we it. Did we it. survived. <laughs> oh. Not unlike Laurie Strode, we survived this movie. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed episode 10 of A Trip to Haddonfield. If you want to follow my lovely co-host Devin Ray, you can find her on Instagram at Devin Ray. You can check out her 31 Days of Halloween makeup series, which is truly incredible. And you can also support Devin with her YouTube show, Good Luck with Sam and Dev. And you can follow that show on Instagram at Good Luck with Sam and Dev. Just a little reminder about the finale episode of A Trip to Haddonfield. The next episode will be on Friday, October 30th. So there will not be an episode on Monday or Wednesday. So be sure to tune in the day before Halloween for the final one. We'll be talking about David Gordon Green's reboot from 2018 titled Halloween. If you would like to follow the podcast, you can follow on Instagram at In Another World Pod. You can follow our Facebook page, and you can follow on Twitter at IAW Podcast. Another big thank you and shout out again to White Bat Audio for the lovely intro and exit music that I just am truly obsessed every time I put it in. It's been a long journey with the series, and we are almost to the conclusion, sadly, but we still have one more grand episode left for you all, so Devin and I will see you here next time for the last episode. I hope you all have a spooky rest of your day. Bye!